listening to the real WTH library. Welcome back to another episode of the real WTH library. I feel like it's redundant to do that. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> you'll you'll figure out some cool way to interrupt me like I do. On the normal show, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Yelling wiener or something. <laughs> What'd you yell today? Uh, Puddin' pop. Puddin' pop. <laughs> oh, now I get it. <laughs> See? <laughs> Today's the day they freed Bill Cosby for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Um, but today we're going over chapters 19 through 22. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, first off. First off, just... we have a guest. We oh yeah we do first ever guest first ever on guest show. on the show yes yeah I am honored he, is. he he's actually a veteran on the other show and and a veteran in real life in real life yeah 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 I'm not worthy <laughs> that is Ted Decker ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah <laughs> can I have had some of his money yeah Maybe. that right. voice you hear is uh Wilson's Papa yeah Papa Wilson. Who's also a fan of Ted Decker? I, I made him a fan. Yeah, a fan. He's only read a couple books. I think this might be the second one. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. What was the first and one? House. House. Well, oh, okay. Like, well, that was one with Frank Peretti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's He's, that's my man. Yeah, like oh, uh, that's his, that's his man crush. He did yeah. the uh, Angels. Uh, what was it called? The Spiritual Warfare one. I forget what the name yeah. of it. Piercing the darkness. Yep. This this present darkness. Yep. Yeah. Freddie's the man. Changed the way I prayed. Speaking of that, we never got to this in the other episode. Did you watch the interview of that lady from the uh nine eleven stuff? You know what? I didn't. I I I I failed you and I'm sorry. You, you need to watch that. Okay. It's it's a very lengthy well, not that long. It's probably like ten minutes, maybe. But yeah, that's intense. Yeah, that, that lady was on the 64th floor of the the World Trade Center. She was the last survivor pulled out of the rubble. She spent 27 hours underneath the rubble with her head smashed in between concrete pillars, and her she couldn't move. She yeah. she lost feeling in her in her lower half. Basically, she had a crushed leg injury. Um, but she she said she initially gave up she never called out never asked for help and then and she just she said she started praying and that was yeah it. i read but a book she, about i don't know if it was it's been a long time it's called god at god at ground zero and it's written by a um um he's a pastor but he's also like a like a counselor and everything um but he was at ground zero helping everybody. So he's helping the first responders and he wrote a book. I have it here somewhere. Um, I have an autograph, but it, it deals with a lot of that, of the people that were rescued. Um, and I, I want to read it again. Cause when you sent me that message, I was like, I wonder her stories in there. It has to be. Cause she, she was the last survivor. She wrote her own book and I think it's called like angel in the rubble or miracle in the rubble, something like that. Her last name is Guzman. So yeah, Giselle something Guzman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a crazy story. And, and she, Wilson's segueing that about the building that fell down in Miami. 
yes. and that the yeah. fact that they're not really finding anybody right now. And so I, she kind of chimed yeah, in on it's more that. of the death count going up and not the survivor. which is very sad. Yeah. Um, but getting away from that, uh, like I said, we're going 19 through 22, the chapters. Let's do a little recap of chapter 18. Do you remember what happened? Tell me. Oh, put me on the spot now, huh? I mean, uh, chap- I can help you. Chapter 18. Um, That's when Angie and Derry spoke with Jamie. Uh, chapter 18 basically is is the uh, the chapter where you find that they look at the clip of Jamie killing uh, Snake Man. Yep. And you see him sneak up behind him, picks him up off the ground, chokes him out. Um, and uh, Derry wanted to give Jamie um, the evidence to uh, calculate the probabilities of, of showing the video to the media. Um, but now that this video has come out, because the video that they're talking about is a video of him home yeah, um, during home, the murders during, and I'll yeah. kill. Um, but the um, now that this video of him killing the inmate, they're like, wow, that's not going to look good on us at all. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, we, man, we really had it in the bag, but now we don't. Yeah. And it, at this point, Angie also tries to see if Jamie remembers the white room at all. Yeah, but he does. He doesn't. Yeah, she's asking that because she thinks Jamie is Eli from yeah. the White Room. Yeah, I, I know it gets really confusing. <laughs> it does. Uh, but later on, it it kind of falls into place. Yeah, it it, it makes a little bit more sense later. It, yeah. it does get confusing, but it levels out. Um, but chapter nineteen starts off with Matteo Steger, Steger. How are eh, you saying it? That works. I were, I said Stagger. Okay, good. I said Stagger too. We agree on something for once. Um, but he's <laughs> in his dark room. He talks about uh, how he wants to eventually retire and become a family man with someone like Angie. Yeah, which is kind of creepy. It is. It's Because, it, I mean, I, f- I forget when it is, but later on in the book, you realize he's been watching Angie for a very long time. Because so he's tapped that, into every camera. Yeah. That that kind of adds into the creepiness. That kind of reminded me of that movie Enemy of the State with uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Where the government was tapping into every single camera and it, it just kind of like kind of like they could tap into like your webcam and see you. Uh it, they probably do. I'm sure they do. Well, you have your 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 laptop has a little flip thingy on it, right? A little cover. Yeah, it does. Mine doesn't have that. I, I don't really uh, use that at all. So, I mean, hey, it's their loss if they see me naked, whatever. Um, they did say that Mateo um, is confirmed he is a killer. Um, yeah. And um, that he's put to death 63 people. Yeah. So he's basically he's a, a hitman. Yeah. Um, the bad version of John Wick. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I mean, this is a, awesome. There's a movie out called Nobody. It's filmed by the the guys that did John Wick, but it stars uh, Bob Odenkirk, who is Saul from Better Call Saul. Okay. So it's kind of the same premise of like John Wick, except his dog doesn't get killed. Oh. Uh, he just kind of like Makes twists. Makes totally different. So he twists off and like rampages people. Watch it. It's a good movie. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, he said on here in this chapter that he uh, wants to eliminate dairy instead of retrieving the SD card that had the uh, video of uh, Jamie at home. So he's fully on just wanting to just like kill dairy rather than just grab the card. Yeah. Because I think that might be easier because if you eliminate dairy, you eliminate the, uh, the person who knows that, that it even exists. Yeah. Um, it also said he says Angie and Jamie are more alike than they know, which is something because I've read a few more chapters in this, something you find out more in depth in another chapter. Yeah. Um, and then I also wrote down uh he talks about how Angie and Jamie are the unveiled ones and they're yeah, I- able to they're able to disconnect from perceived reality more easily than most. Now, what I read by that, does that mean that they could deep dive without a rig? Uh, that there are a select guessing. few that they could do that because everyone else needs a rig. So the unveiled yeah. are the ones that could just patch in at any moment. And w- when do they, maybe it's later on, but when do they bring in that, that guy who also did a thing with the red protocol? What was his name? Spence or something? something spencer i can't remember where um he said basically the same thing that angie's saying now but he ended up actually killing himself wow i don't remember that you don't do you no. remember that no wow are you they reading the right book a bit. <laughs> yes <laughs> different book yeah. same yeah. book his name's something spencer or spencer something but um he was one of the earlier subjects of the red protocol yeah, he he talked about the right white room and stuff like that, but it gets into that in a, in another chapter. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, you basically said everything else I have written down. Did you have anything? Do you remember chapter nineteen at all? Yeah, I remember it. Um, as I read, th- I've read the whole book, but as I went through back listening to these chapters it just reminded me of ai yeah and what's going on and it's almost like a foretelling of where we're headed yeah yeah it's it's kind of a scary thing and it it's it it gets a little different at the end of the book but it's just this ai all the way through this book and that's why i don't have a an echo in my house or in my, my uh, laptop is never left on. Yeah. I don't Alexa, want people. Alexa, yeah. buy stuff from uh, yeah. MSR arms. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't want Alexa in my bedroom, you know, telling me great job, Don. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the AI thing that uh, through this whole book, it just fascinated me and, and makes you stop and think about what's going on. Well, yeah, some of that stuff is going on right yeah. now. You yeah. Know, it just, this takes it to the next level where, you know, it's headed. Yeah. So the guys, or, or maybe that's where it's, where yeah. it's at now. Yeah. The guys kind, are of, prof- kind of that, kind of that level of, you know, we don't want to believe it's happening, but it actually is like, you know, yeah. Of us that have, cell phones and have facebook and everything you know we'll be talking to our wives about i don't know like we're talking Su- on the other Su- episode, 
log cabins or whatever. Yeah. Next thing I know, one of my ads on my on my Facebook is of exactly. log cabins. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I never searched it up on my phone because it's always listening to you. Yeah. I mean, no. you could turn that f- feature off, but when we live in a world of, you know, a a, I don't want to say a post COVID world because it's still a thing, but where they're wanting to track you. It was never a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but where where they're wanting to track you. You know, I remember there was a thing where they're like, you you have to opt out of it on your phone. I'm like, I don't want people knowing where I'm at. Like, if I've if I've been exposed, because I mean, I get it. Like, how it's a like it's a good feature to have, but that's well, invasion of my Android. It's invasion of my privacy. Well, yeah, Apple's the devil. We all know that, but that's yeah. what I'm locked into right now. Okay, yeah. Wilson. Which is weird, though. Did you know? I think we talked about this before, but in movies, Apple will not allow the bad guy to use their phone in a movie yeah that's a spoiler so if, alert so if so, you watch a movie and yeah. someone has an android phone he's you not know the killer the bad guy huh yeah or or you know that the person with the apple phone you is know the iphone guy. is not the killer yeah it's, it's that guy with the razor it's always the guy with the razor <laughs> motorola he's always playing snake <laughs> so yeah that's all i had for 19 yeah, uh, chapter 20 is actually a, a good chapter to get into like more of the meat of the book, I feel like. Um, Angie has three more whiteouts. She starts to accept them to see if they will change. So she does this in one of them, and her surroundings start to like shimmer, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the third time it happens, she ends up returning to the white room with Eli with Eli. Yeah. By walking yeah. through the TV. Yeah. 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 It, it changes her surroundings where she's at and she ends up walking through the TV ends up in the white room. Um, Jamie, which by now I think everybody knows that the little boy is Jamie. Um, tells her she can help the other Jamie in her life that she's experiencing uh, by beating the game. Um, Oh man. I wrote like half notes on this. I wrote books, symbols, code, fractal geometry. Some of the, cause remember um, Jamie would, or sorry, Eli. Oh yeah. yeah. See things in colors and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there there's the three books so the first one is symbols which is like hieroglyphics type stuff second one is code it's all written in code like ones and zeros basically um and then the last book is uh written in fractal geometry yeah Yeah. and and so basically they're he i think she was like trying to explain um um it corresponds with the because those are like the different play dead books those are like the three or whatever yeah in the white room yeah. yeah. And Derry decided in this chapter that he's going to show Jamie and Randy the footage of the evidence that he was home yeah. um, during the time of the murders. But they mentioned something in here, too. I can't remember who mentioned it of. And I had to look this up. Silo psilocybin. Uh, P.S.I.L.O.C.Y.B.I.N. Um, like magic mushrooms yeah which is uh mushrooms commonly known as magic mushrooms mushrooms or shrooms shrooms are poly uh, phyletic 
informal group of fungi that contain uh, psilocybin, which turns into psilocin upon ingestion. So it's basically like a hallucinogenic thing. So I can't remember who was mentioning anything. I think they were trying to figure out if that's what Angie was on when she's having these whiteouts rather than just it essentially being a deep dive as being unveiled, I guess you would say. Um, but I never heard that word before. The psilocybin. Never heard that? No. I think it's psilocybin. So, see, I'm not a druggie like you, Wilson. <laughs> um, yeah, man. The other thing that happens in that chapter is she asks Eli if he is Jamie. And Eli says, you can call me Jamie if you want. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious that he is, but it's a much younger age. And you, you haven't heard the previous episodes that we've done so far but eli is actually a character in one of ted decker's other books oh. who is also a child yeah but he's known as elian yeah pronounced uh, spelled elion yeah which is essentially like a godlike character so yeah. I, I kept picturing that when I said Eli. It's, like, reason- it's like Aslan from. Oh, I was right. going to say. <laughs> That's why I kept saying Eli because I kept Elion thinking of Aslan. Yeah. No, it's Elyon. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get it's 10 decades. Yeah, that's one of the things Tommy and I disagree on. I'm going to call him pronunciation right now. of names in books. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to call him right now. Hey, Theodore. Yeah, it's T. <laughs> 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 Theodore Decker. We're gonna call uh, somebody. I did. I did write the, the. Well, we could have just asked him. He's sitting here. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's. Quiet. I did write that. Um, fractal stayed when pressing the mask wall. When she was putting her hand on it. Yeah. And it was. I can't. I can't remember. It's been a while since I read this chapter. Well, I know she she touched it the first time, and then she pushed on it a little. A little bit, bit harder. Yeah. And then she pushed on it again and put her whole arm in it and then she winds winds up walking through it i don't know was that the tv yes yeah maybe yeah i was picturing static you remember how the old tvs would have the static yeah snow static yeah now it's just like a blue screen the old boob tube oh yeah this is a family show don you can't say tube oh I thought you wanted me to say breast tube. Well, that works. See, that's better. You don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> the man boob tube. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, she she's she's still uh you know in the in the white having the whiteouts. Yeah. Uh, chapter twenty one goes in back to Mateo. This is um, a good. This is yeah. A this good is this chapter is a good right here. One. So Mateo ends up tricking Derry into going to the office by kidnapping a, a former client of Derry's. Clyde so he, Mason. Yeah. So he kidnaps this guy. He says, you need to call Derry and tell him that you need to talk to him at the office because Mateo is trying to get Derry at the office so that he can get the uh, memory card that has the video on it. Yeah. And so just to give you a little bit of a background on this, uh, I put uh, page 216, paragraph two. It says, Derry Channing had recently and convincingly argued that Mason, a Lithuanian, hadn't killed his wife a year earlier. Remind, remember, Derry is a, uh, a defense attorney. Um, the Lithuanian mafia had done it, he claimed, but there was no proof. 
a good thing for Mason because proof would have likely forced the Lithuanian mafia to kill him to protect itself. Uh, so basically like he was like, uh, uh, he's, he wanted to get, uh, Mason wanted to get dairy at like his office. Right. Um, but he was, I think he was mentioning something like, Hey, the mobs after me or something like that. Yeah. And this episode or the episode, this, this chapter dude, um but mateo did this thing to mason that was uh kind of grim um yeah he's he a piece like of a, garbage he put like this collar on him yeah. that had like a what they call was it a chip or like a disc Some, something that that would separate his spinal column yeah i picture like a like a charge uh of some sort like a explosion device that would sit right on the base of your neck where your neck meets your shoulder blades. Yeah. Um, and he's basically kept saying like, Hey, if you tell Derry what's going on, I'm going to push this button and you're going to die. And he was able to like shock him to let him know like, Hey, this is still here. Like I'm still here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so at some point they were just like, I think Mateo and oh, sorry. Uh, Derry and Clyde meet up, I think, right outside the elevator. Yep. In like, uh, was it a parking garage? It was a parking garage, I think. Um, it was. It was in the office. It was okay. It was after they yeah. went up the elevator. And uh, Mateo could kind of hear the way things were going. Yep. And so he kind of just, you know, out of nowhere, just hit the button, killed. Yeah, nonchalant. Mason. Boom, you're dead. And he uh, went up. Um, to Derry, and he killed Derry. Very uh, nonchalantly, just no um, second guessing whatsoever. Um, well, so first he, he made Derry go in and get the chip yeah he got right the chip out of the safe and said this is the only way you're gonna live because I think Mateo had a mask on or something like that so he, yeah he used the card like. Nobody's seen me. No one knows who I am. Blah, blah, blah. You, you can live. And this is how your wife can live. But here's what he did. He goes, I've made multiple copies of that card. Or how you know I didn't yeah. make multiple copies of the card? He goes, he goes, it's okay. We're going to replace this one with one that has a different timestamp. Yeah. So it completely discredits either one. So you don't know which one's real, which one's not. Yeah. So it makes the real one look like that one was altered with a different timestamp. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, you have like two chapters fairly close to each other that murders happen like fairly quickly yeah and like and and this was one of the main characters, main characters. this is like a game of thrones book yeah right here yeah and pops him in the back of the head yeah it shoots this there was this was one of the moments in the, when i was reading the book i was just like dude are you serious like yeah. like i'm looking at the book right now we're like halfway through the book at the point where Derry dies I'm like, yeah. there's still a whole other half of this book. And Derry's not in it. And he's not in it. So I'm like, yeah. kind of lets the air out, doesn't it? Yeah. You're I mean, like, he was the he was the main dude, or one of the main dudes. Yeah, well, he was the guy that was gonna help Jamie. And yeah. now you're like, well, what's gonna happen to Jamie? Yeah. And then obviously, how's Angie gonna take this? Yeah. Which which that leads into chapter 22, where Angie comes out of her hallucination. Um, here's someone knocking on the door. And that someone is Randy, who's the detective that's working on the case. Um, Randy tells 
uh, Angie that Derry was murdered. And that throws Angie into another whiteout. Yeah. At first, I mean, with this book, uh, you know, it tackles a lot on from what I've read and noticed from earlier chapters with Randy talking about his family. And then hearing this, he tackles um, grief and like the different phases of grief, which some of it is denial, anger. And so, you know, when this throws her through another whiteout, this kind of, she, she's unconvinced. She's like, no, he's just upstairs sleeping. Let me go get him. She thought he had come home while she was in the whiteout. Yeah. And, And so there's a huge denial there. And half the chapter was just that, but part of her was like believing it, but not wanting to believe it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we've all been there with, with something like whether it be bad news with a health scare or a loss of someone, or even like a loss of a job, you know, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening to me, but you know, what's happening, but you just don't want to believe it. And the way that Decker wrote that chapter was really believable because, you know, Somewhere in that chapter, I know like Decker was probably summoning something that happened to him in his life. Yeah. It almost seemed like he was like, had experience with like receiving bad news and not wanting to believe it. Yeah. And he, he did that good with the murder of the two kids as mm-hmm. well with the, yeah. the reactions from the, the parents and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, and then her, what is it psychiatrist or yeah she shows up. she shows up and that's kind of the, at the end of that chapter yeah, yeah they, she actually uh felicia is the therapist name yeah. she tells randy all about convergence and red protocol and he's just it's, like what is this he's like yeah because he, he he thought that angie had like died or something yeah. when yeah. she went to the whiteout because that's, she's unresponsive is what they said yeah. she's and, not and that's kind of the uh hook that sucks him into the entire book basically yeah randy and yeah you can see where he's going to be the major player taking over her husband not a, as a husband but taking over his slot as the major male player in the book yeah and so this is like i, I guess you would say this is the confluence this is where everything merges um in in like in a movie this would be like like the main point to where now we, 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 we set the tracks. Now we're heading straight. We got all the players, the, the characters yeah, all settled. Game. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're not, now we're, now it's headstrong, just straight to the end. Um, and, well, like I said, and, and then the picture comes up in the movie and it's let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. You know, <laughs> go get your popcorn. Yeah. Right. Right. When it gets good. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Luke. I am your, let's go out to the, I'm like, what is Luke? Is he the father? What is he? I'm your Faja. <laughs> so yeah, it, we, I mean, last episode, you know, ja- Jamie killed somebody this episode, Mateo kills two people, Derry. So, you know, you, you get, there's some, you know, there, there's some grim stuff in these books, <laughs> but it, it's, just that scene go ahead oh i was just gonna say as you're going into this book you're thinking jamie is this handicapped boy basically mentally handicapped and then he turns him into a murderer 
at the prison, you know, yeah. and that just comes out of nowhere. You but, get, but you get this gentle handicapped kid and all of a sudden he takes out the baddest dude in the prison. But, but you see that instead of ja- painting Jamie as the bad, a bad guy, it puts him more as like one of the good guys. Right. Even in the murder. And yeah. And that's what I was gonna say at this point, having not, you know, not thinking that you've read ahead, but like at this chapter, in my mind, I picture Jamie as the one who's sat back and is like, I got this all under control. Yeah. I know exactly how this is going to play out. Yeah. Like he, like we're worried about all these other things going on, but Jamie just seems like even when he's being interviewed and he's like calm, it's it's like he knows something that no one else knows. Yeah. And he comes across as one of, even though people look at people with autism as, I mean, I don't know who does this, but like weaker or maybe not as smart, but they're savants like half the time. Yeah. Uh, he comes across as being one of the strongest characters so far. Yeah. Like yeah. physically, obviously from what he did to snake man and just mentally, because it seems like he has his wits about him because his, uh, it almost seems like he, his he's thinking like 10 steps ahead. Yeah. yeah. It's like his illness is causing him to be proactive in thinking to where like, like me, I, I tend to worry about things that I don't can't control. Like, like right now, like I'm like worried, like, man, tomorrow's going to suck. It's supposed to rain, you know, all this stuff. I better get an early start. He's already calculated all this stuff. He's not worried about any of it. Yeah. He you knows know? like, Oh, the rain's going to slow me down, down this much, but over at this place, I'm going to be able to catch up on time here. So the probability of me making the same time as I did yesterday is this much. So yeah, it's like society's view on autism, which creates, which society views it as a weakness. Jamie is using it as a strength. Yeah. Do you ever see the rain man? Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, but yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing that he was so brilliant that a normal person couldn't keep up with that i mean he could yeah. go in and count cards in the casino and it was just nothing to him you know he was so far ahead of what anybody could do yeah there was a movie a while back uh called mercury rising with uh bruce willis and there's like this little kid who uh i think he was on on the spectrum but he like witnessed like a murder but the kid couldn't really speak but he can only like say a few words. So Bruce Willis, who's like, obviously he's a cop. He's like trying to like uh, get like this information from this kid as to like solving the crime. Uh, But like the kid like soaked up everything, just couldn't like vocalize what he saw. Um, But yeah, it's a, it's going to be interesting, dude. when, When we get further on in this book. You know, Bruce Willis was in the greatest Christmas movie ever. What movie? Oh, oh yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was a Christmas. I got so excited the other day. I was on Facebook and I saw something. It was like Die Hard Five. I'm like, oh, what? And it was Bruce Willis, and he's like climbing through things. I'm like, oh heck yeah, this is awesome. Then I realized it's literally just a Duracell commercial. <laughs> oh. I'm like, are you serious? I was gonna say it's gonna wind up like Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 
I still love the uh, um, the TV version of Die Hard when he's in the uh, air conditioning shoot. And he goes, yippee Mr. Falcon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Mr. Falcon, huh? We all know what he says there. <laughs> it's yeah. not Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Shoot the glass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and their mouths are, are clearly saying that. I'm like, yeah. oh, geez. I don't know how, snakes how on did a plane. they clean up uh, uh, that movie. Or TV. I mean, there is so much language in that. Movie. I don't know. And it I'm comes tired. so fast. I'm tired of these mother guitar snakes on this mother lamp and plane. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's not what he says. Sometimes it sounds, I mean, Mr. Falcon, that sounds stupid too. I mean, what was I watching the other day? It was like on regular TV and I heard a curse word. I was like, what? But then I realized it was like um, Paramount. I think that's probably where I saw bombs. I think it's where it was. It's like the shows like they show on TV, but like it's, but when you're paid, when you have the paid subscription for it, yeah, they don't bleep anything. I think it was hell's kitchen. Oh, Ramsey. He has a mouth on him. Well, Yellowstone on Paramount on actual TV. They drop F bombs. Oh, really? I was surprised when I I got to watch that show. I heard it's good. Tommy doesn't want to admit it. He has the Playboy channel. And yeah, that, that's where it was. Yeah, potty talk. Really? Is that, is that where it's at? <laughs> I need to figure that out. <laughs> you have to do some investigation there, Tommy. Yeah. You know, I, all I gotta say is like, like, don't get every everyone don't get offended when I say this, but like, I'm glad June's over because oh. every time I click on the Netflix or whatever, I'd see like two dudes making out for like Pride Month. Oh, I'm like, good gosh. I'm like, why do I, why does I have to, why do I have to see that? Cause it's, it's like right next to my, my horror section. <laughs> we need a heterosexual month. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. That's, that's the, the other 11 months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, Don, I wish we could have you maybe, you know what? We got to bring Don back in through zoom. Uh, once he gets settled in, cause we'll, we'll still be reading this book for a little while. Yeah, we're six oh, yeah. episodes in, so I'm I'm saying I'm picturing we're this probably maybe gonna have ten to twelve. Ten to twelve episodes. So we'll give him plenty of time to settle in. We'll get him all hooked up on Zoom. You got um, like uh what forty two chapters or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. And uh we'll 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 hook him up with like a nice little headphone mic or whatever, so he gets some good yeah. quality. Um, because now that we have the the ability to uh, have uh, a three way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, but yeah, any takeaways from these chapters? Like it's, it, it, I feel like it's just a foretelling of the future. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many, it's like reading twists. the harbinger. Yeah. And there's oh, so gosh, many twists yeah. and turns that just when you think, you know, where they're headed, it does a U-turn or something, you know, it, it just takes you somewhere you weren't expecting. Right. I mean, killing off a, a main character halfway through the yeah. book. That sucked. Yeah. It, it's, I remember the movie with De Niro, who I'm not a fan of anymore, but a movie called 15 Minutes. And spoiler alert, they killed De Niro in 15 minutes. And I was like, don't Dude, they you kill don't... him in The Departed, too? I think He's everyone did. I think everyone was he in The Departed. Everyone died I think in that so. movie. But I'm sitting there like, 
dude, you just killed De Niro. And I'm like, oh, this movie must almost be over. Then I look, I'm all, there's like an hour left. I'm like, how do you kill De Niro? Because it's about 15 minutes and he was only in there for 15 minutes. Well, that's not why it was called that. It was called that because of the guys that killed them needed their 15 minutes of fame. Oh, okay. And they, they put the that's video. That's what you think. Well, that's what the movie's about. They killed him and they posted the video online or on the air and they got famous for their 15 minutes because they killed somebody. He yeah, was a cop. He of was, course he's a cop. He was in it for 15 minutes and made 15 million. Yeah. And probably still complained about it too. Yeah. I'm underpaid. Yeah. That guy broke my heart, broke my heart. I'm telling you. Did, did Tommy and I uh, make you a Decker fan though with this book? Yeah, I, I uh, like I said, Peretti is my man, but uh, Decker's got it, the his unique style too that w- makes you want to keep reading. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where if a book doesn't grab me in the first chapter or so, it, it's lost me. But he grabs you and makes you want to keep digging to figure out what's going on. So, if if you want to continue. Don with, with some other books, Saint, Center, and Showdown. Yep. Wilson got me hooked on those. Those are amazing. And you could read those three, or you could read the Circle series first. But when you're reading those, you'll realize they tie in. Yeah. Mm. Kind um, of like Piercing the Darkness, This Present Darkness. You get no, a lot but, of the same characters. Yeah. But those books that Frank Peretti wrote were a series. Right. These are two separate series where he ties the two series together. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't know if you ever, I mean, Stephen King does this a lot. He'll in like, say the book it, he'll have like a guy and it has like a a certain last name. Now you're like, why why does that name sound very familiar? Why is it? Then I'll go and watch the movie stand by me, which is not a horror movie and realize, Oh, that character's last name is in the movie stand by me. Yeah, it's like it's in the same world, um, but it's a completely different. It, it ties in with like characters, uh, certain characters, or the last name, or even uh, what was it? It was that uh, in the Circle series and in I think it was in Center, the when they're in the cave and there was that slime. Yeah, on the cave. They talk about the slime. I'm like, oh, that's the slime that was from, uh, you know, the Circle series, and and you get really excited. I mean, the Circle series, it's four books, um, but they're all they're all tied in. But and he good. wrote it in a way because was it green? Yeah, green. You start, yeah, you could either start with green. He wrote an ending for it if you read it first, or if you want to read it last, he wrote a separate ending for green. Hmm. So, yeah, it's the way it's it's written is I've never read a book like it, honestly. No, no. Um, oh, Josh got me hooked on the what's his name? James Summers. James Summers. The mm-hmm. books. Uh, he's a pastor in Nashville. Oh, OK. Church. And he's also a neuro neuro surgical surgical technician, technician or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, plays plays guitar, drums and bass. Yeah. <sighs> whatever drummers and he writes books in a spare time yeah well you know i wrote an essay once (laughs) if you get into decker he writes the gamut of 
different uh what do you call it i mean he'll write a serial killer book he'll write fantasy he writes books like this where it's kind of sci-fi ish in the future like Hmm. oh he'll even write everything he even writes books uh that are like um um oh why am i spacing on his name like like kind of like gary chapman or um you know like like a an actual like christian like self-help book oh yeah you know um like uh you probably heard of like heaven's wager stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah thunder of heaven that type of thing it's he wrote those books i mean people do studies on those books so yeah let me get settled and uh, hopefully we'll get our furniture back (laughs) i won't be (laughs) sitting on a blow-up mattress yeah hey you heard my story about blow-up mattresses oh yeah and just know if you if you end up buying oh, one at Walmart, mattress? they Not won't take adult. it back. <laughs> Wilson, I told you, don't Stop out me. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, John Eldridge was the other author I was thinking of that. Uh, yeah. Um, Decker writes books a lot like him, like, you know, just how to be a better dude. Um, but yeah. And I think, Wilson, you've pretty much read every single one of them. I'm so far behind. Um, but yeah, Don, we appreciate having you on. I appreciate being um, here. Thanks for having me. Have some safe travels. You will officially be closer to me than yeah, Wilson. You're, you're meeting me there to unload the truck, right? I'll be there. Well, I'm yeah. going to send my wife and daughter, you know, in, in spirit, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think you'll be, I think it was like 15 hours from me, which is no, no, is close. no, you're closer. Yeah, Cause I you're close or something. Cause, uh, yeah. Cause you more than that you're closer to me than my mom. Cause she's in Oklahoma. So, Oh yeah. Way closer. Yeah. Cause you still got to go through Arkansas, you know, yeah. and through and Memphis to get to Tennessee. where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and I think you'll be in this, you're in the same time zone as me central. Um, uh, so you'll be like, what, uh, was that? Hour like? difference. Yeah. So Wilson, yeah. <laughs> you got to come on out, dude. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Got to leave Corruptifornia. The wrong, uh, wrong, area code yeah wrong zip code my homie from a different area cody yeah (laughs) so and and we end this show just very very basic and easy we just go like see ya bye (laughs) bye later listening everybody you can listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean amazon google play pretty much wherever you can listen to podcasts you can find us on social media on facebook instagram and youtube and you can also call and text us at 916-259-3030 or by email at the real wth show at gmail.com and make sure you listen to our normal show the real wth show which could be found anywhere you can listen to the podcast thanks everybody